Hello, and welcome to Living Life Squirrel, a podcast about living and loving life with ADHD. My name is Robin, and I am your host. I'm a woman who was diagnosed with ADHD at 39 after living most of my adult life not knowing I had the condition. This podcast is meant to dispel the myths about ADHD based on my own experience and what it feels like for me and looks like to my family and friends. This week's episode is about what seems like the increase in ADHD diagnosis for women. Over the past year, I've read a lot more articles about women who are diagnosed later in life. Maybe this is because I'm naturally drawn to articles on ADHD. Maybe it's because I'm so open about my own diagnosis and friends, colleagues, and strangers are sharing their own diagnosis stories with me and sharing articles. And maybe it's a combination of things. Just for fun, I just Googled whether more women are being diagnosed with ADHD. Seems I'm not the only one wondering this. And there seem to be three main reasons for this diagnosis in Greece. Access to information, better understanding of mental health, and the pandemic. And these three things all seem to be related for women who are also mothers being diagnosed at this time. So first, the pandemic. The last two years have been difficult for everyone around the world. The effects of the pandemic have been felt on a global scale as our worlds have been turned upside down and we've had to continually adjust to changing expectations and rules. Many people have been bombarded with new information and have found it difficult to focus, pay attention and get tasks done. Social supports have gone right out the window. Many people lost their jobs and their sense of routine and purpose. Others had to learn how to work from home, isolated from colleagues and peers except virtually. And many others had to continue going into their workplace despite fears of the virus and learn how to do their work in new ways, which has also increased many people feeling more irritable and restless. Scaffolding provided by school, work, and social routines pretty much collapsed with COVID. Parents, including myself, struggled to help their kids with online learning. And coping mechanisms and routines broke down and people had to become more organized, planning school breaks around work meetings, planning for grocery orders, remembering to pack masks, standing in endless lines, while feeling a weird mix of being driven, but also lacking motivation. Which leads to increased resources. More time at home meant more time online. Women who may have been struggling may have turned to the internet to seek out reasons for why they were struggling. Very likely, these same women may have tried to find explanations to how they were feeling pre-pandemic, but the pandemic exasperated symptoms. The most common diagnosis a woman receives before her ADHD diagnosis is depression. And depression can certainly be a comorbidity of ADHD but may be a result of feeling completely overwhelmed by traits of ADHD instead. Physicians can often mistake ADHD symptoms in adults for depression or anxiety, especially when hyperactivity can be turned inward. But many women turned to the internet during the pandemic and saw more about ADHD. There are tons of articles, blogs, and podcasts focused on ADHD, and these seem to have exploded in popularity over the last two years. I started this podcast myself last year to help others understand what ADHD is really like, because as someone with ADHD who likes getting my information in bite-sized chunks, I thought it was the best way to share what I know. Plus, it's exhausting staring at a computer, reading articles all day, and I can listen to a podcast while doing other things. But another interesting thing is the age at which many women are being diagnosed. 
many women, myself included, are in their late 30s or early 40s before they are diagnosed with ADHD. And a big driver for this is when their own children are diagnosed with ADHD. ADHD is highly heritable. And when a woman's child is diagnosed, she begins educating herself and recognize traits in herself of ADHD. These women are usually going to be older because children are typically diagnosed with ADHD in mid to late elementary school. And during the pandemic, there was more time to see the children with diagnosed or undiagnosed ADHD and see symptom similarities between themselves and their children in a new light. And children, there were increased diagnosis in children as well. Not because these kiddos developed ADHD, but because the pandemic finally brought their traits to the forefront. Kids had increased screen time thanks to online learning, less physical activity due to canceled activities, and home quarantines. Social isolation and diminished physical outlets led to increased emotional dysregulation. Remote learning also gave many parents a better understanding of how their kiddos processed information, managed their time, and completed work without constant reminders and may have prompted many parents who may have initially dismissed ADHD to consider that maybe their children may have the condition and they sought out formal diagnosis. Finally, there's a better appreciation for talking about mental health. At a time when everybody was impacted by the pandemic in some way, talking about mental health has become more acceptable, and more women became comfortable speaking openly about their struggles without fear of being judged. This includes not only women with undiagnosed ADHD, but others like me who recognized how important it was to be open and authentic, and that speaking up at a time when everyone is struggling in some way was an opportune time. And I have absolutely no regrets, because the more I speak up, the more I'm connected to incredible women and men and realize that I seem to be naturally drawn to those who are smart and quirky and energetic and creative to others who are living life squirrel and who are amazing people in their own unique way. Until next time, this is Robin and this is Living Life Squirrel, a podcast about how ADHD is more than a list of symptoms. If you have an idea, question, or comment, please write to me at livinglifesquirrel at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.